We're actually making twin CBO Derek Falvey watch a rerun of the ninth inning last night on this TV in here. It's very exciting. I joked it's a lot easier to watch <laughs> now when you know the outcome. But yeah. you're, about, you're about to see a good play, if I'm not mistaken, by, by your uh, third baseman, who, uh, who, by the way, I was saying a month ago or so, he's going to end up at first base, which he might eventually. But he he has worked. I give him credit. He has worked to improve himself at that position by leaps and bounds. I mean, he, he's got a great arm. But last year, pop-ups were going off his head at times, dropping pop-ups. He has done a lot of work to improve himself out, out there at third base. You know, I think in Miguel's case, we all know the kind of athlete he is. We know how strong he is. And I think sometimes you look at him and he's a, he's a big man. You know, you know he's going to be a big-sized man. But he's really worked to keep agile, you know, to move laterally well. He's got soft hands. He's got a great arm. We all know that. I think the maturation of some young players takes time. And in particular for him, he lost a, a year to Tommy John you know, where he couldn't play that position. So unlike a lot of other young prospects who get to the big leagues at a position, maybe had some deficiencies in terms of his development time at the position. So mm -hmm. we're excited to see the work he's put in with Gene Glenn and, and, and with our staff. Uh, he works every day out there to get better, and, and we're excited. We expected to see good defense there. I think he's even exceeded our expectations. Uh, not to interrupt the Miguel Sano thread here as he makes this play. We're watching the game again on uh, on these TVs. Rajai Davis was at the plate. Where You were telling us out there, where were you watching the game, and, and how did you take in the, the dramatic Game 7 home run? It looked like, wow, the Cubs are going to find another way to let this thing go when you were when you were with Cleveland last year. Yeah, I, I was I was in the uh, I was in the uh, our, our baseball operations suite with Chris Antonetti and Mike Chernoff and our, our family. Just like brown paper bags, everyone's breathing into or what? What is the vibe like in those suites? It was a bit strange. I mean, as the game went, I mean, the Cubs had a pretty commanding lead most of the game, so it felt as if we were kind of you know, against the tide the whole way. And then you know, that moment happens. He hits that ball. You don't you don't really expect it in that moment, but when it did, it was. I can't remember what happened in the following you 10 seconds. Out. I think I blacked out. <laughs> it's what it felt like at the time. I remember that. Yeah, that's got to be. I got to think, like, the, the fact that you, you, you guys architect this collection and you build this thing, and you're sitting there, and it's game seven, and baseball is kind of a coin flip sport in the small sample. So anything could happen, and you have zero control over that, which, you know, ideally will happen here at some point in the next few years. That has to be an odd feeling. It is. I think at some point, though, you. you uh, you fall back on that you've prepared as best you can. You, you know, you've put the advanced information together as best you can. You've worked with your catchers. You know umpire tendencies. You know everything that you can going into that game, and then you provide that to the players, and ultimately you hope that you've prepared them the best you could sure. to win that game. Umpire tendencies, huh? Anything can, you can, can you count out. on those be behind home plate too much? Well, you know, you just you try and find every advantage you can, and I think every team's doing it in those moments, and I'm sure the Cubs were doing the same. So you just you want to make sure that there's no you don't look back and say, oh, could we have done sure. one more thing? And I think that it's a credit to that team, those players, Terry Francona and his staff. It was it was a fun moment to be. See, part my of. tendency would be to just have an electronic strike zone, and then you can you can argue if you want, but it'll only be on check swings and and calls at home. Play. I think know that happens some at some point. You know, I think there's talk about it. Certainly, the technology and otherwise is continuing to develop. I'm sure it's something they'll continue to think about over time. But uh, but as it stands right now, I, I, umpires do a great job. I think you know they're it's a difficult job when you look by and large what they do over the course of a season. Uh, it, it's it's difficult. So I, I, I give them a lot of credit for what they do. And and more often than not, you know, I think we're we're all in alignment on that.
Uh, spoiler alert, we're going to go to break here, but you guys, uh, this rerun on FSN, you win the game here. There's a double play, and like uh, you guys win. It's fine. Yeah, Kinsler's the best guy to get out of his own jams because he can just get his own double plays if he loads the bases. The fans were very upset, which yeah. is a good thing, by the way, because it means they care again. Exactly. And a year ago, guess what? They weren't tweeting about the Twins, Derek. Yeah, unlike uh, 0-9 start last year. We'll come back with more Derek Falvey, Twins CBO.